Welcome to the Money, Motivation, and More podcast. My name is Robert Geniak, and I'm author of the international bestseller, Rich is a State of Mind. And this episode is entitled, The Glass is Half Full, Part 3. This is the third and last of a series of clip shows that we started with The Glass is Half Full, Parts 1 and 2, and they are snippets of a conversation I had with Richard Killen, licensed insolvency trustee, around the issues of personal finance, money, investing, doing better things with your finances. And in this episode, we're going to kick off with what I think is a pretty important question. What is the value of time? But if you don't start saving dollar one today, then 38 days later or 38 months later or 38 years later, it won't matter. You will have lost that time and compounding opportunity Mm -hmm. in order to make your personal finances better. I think you mentioned in your book that if I use the example that uh, if, a, if a 20-year-old, give or take, is able to save $2,000 a year and does it only for 10 years and stops saving at that point, but allows it to compound at whatever rate of interest or right. whatever uh, rate of compounding, but just to keep things simple, we'll use 10%, which is way higher than what you're going to get today probably on, on average. Sure. Uh, but for the sake of uh, the example, at 10%, how much money does a person have by the time they're 65? Uh, approximately $1.2 million. And all they've saved is $20,000. Right. But if their friend who says, I'm not going to do this from the time I'm 20 to 30, I'm going to start when I'm 30. Yeah. And they save that same $2,000 a month. For 10 years. For all the way to 60. Oh, all the way. For the next 30 years, they will still not catch up to their friend who started earlier and stopped. Pretty graphic, isn't it's, it? It's the value of time. Yep. Now, to a, a viewer or listener to the podcast, they, they may go, I, I'm 48 years old, I'm, I'm screwed. Yeah. Because I've never saved dollar one. No, start now. The best time to have planted a tree in your backyard if you want to sit in the shade is 35 years ago. The second best time is today, because if you don't do it today, 30 years from now, you're still not going to have any shade to sit under. Mm-hmm. So the point where, regardless of where you are on that spectrum, if you're 22 and starting it, great. If you're 32 and starting it, great. If you're 42 and starting it, great. The key is, you have to start. Time, discipline, and starting early are your friends in the personal finance game. Time is valuable. Use it wisely. Our next question is this. What's the deal with goal setting? And along with that starting uh, goes the, um, the idea of goal setting, isn't it? Goal setting is I mean, start, key. But start what, right? I mean, you can't just flail around, right? Like, no, you... I mean, you could, I suppose. You, but, you could. But it's not smart. But goal setting is, is important. In many cases, drives our behavior and the decisions we make. Why are we doing this? Because I want to accomplish X, Y, and Z. X in the next year, Y five years from now, and Z... 10, 15 years from now. Mm -hmm. But without those mileposts out for us to work towards, we don't see the reason. Why are we doing this in the first place? So we need to get very clear about that. So it keeps us on point and keeps us essentially on target. And one of the cool things that happens about goals is once you start crossing them off the list, Mm. you get incentivized to go, cool, how do I get more of these? Well, then we, we create more of them and we keep trying to accomplish them. I'm going to throw an acronym at you, Robert. Okay. You may have heard of it before because it's in your book, SMART, S-M-A-R-T. Can you tell us what that is? It stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Time-Based. It's the 
I'll say the backbone of goal setting. Everybody who talks about goals talks about this. And what it is, it creates a structure for you to set goals. Your goal has to be specific. I'm going to lose 36 pounds. It has to be measurable. Well, how do you measure that? Well, you get on scale every right. once in a while. Is it achievable? Well, it depends on your time frame. If you said by the end of the calendar year, but we're already in October, mm. well, 36 pounds in a month and a half eh, may not be real, may not be achievable or realistic. To give up eating. Yeah. Well, exactly. But then here's what happens: we give up eating for like three days, mm-hmm. and on day four. We head to Tim Hortons for sour cream donuts and a large double-double. After three days, we have, we've committed ourselves to fail yeah. by not setting a realistic goal. So it's at this point that I'd like to add a minor revision to the concept of SMART goals, and that is to change them from SMART to SMARTER. During the current COVID times, it's a worthwhile idea. Yes, SMART goals are still good, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time-based, But now we're going to add evaluate and readjust, taking smart to smarter. Evaluate the goals, make sure they're still valid for you, and then readjust them as necessary to keep you moving forward. Our last question is, do I really need a financial advisor? But all of these things, to me, go along with having a conversation with a financial professional because there's lots of decisions to make, lots of options to have, and sometimes it helps to have another person help walk you through the process. Here's the pros and cons. You've got 15 options. How do we sort our way through that? Yet sometimes we try to convince ourselves that I'm smart enough to figure this out all by myself. And yes, some people are smart enough, but going right back to where we started this conversation, how you work with your personal finances has nothing to do with how smart you are. It's how or what education you have. Or what education you have. It's what are you willing to learn through the process to make better decisions. Personal finance, investing, and insurance present us with many decisions to make and many options to choose from. It's not that we aren't smart enough to make those decisions and choices on our own, but that having a conversation with a financial professional can certainly help us to make better choices as we move forward. I hope you've enjoyed the Glasses Half Full Part 3 and the complete series of the Glasses Half Full podcasts. This has been another episode of Money, Motivation, and More, and I'm your host, Robert Geniak. If you're listening to this via Apple Podcasts, thank you very much. If you could go to the app or the website and please leave us a rating, I would appreciate it. Money, Motivation, and More is also available via Blueberry, CastBox, Player FM, or at the robertgeniak.com website. If you're hearing it someplace else, I'd be grateful if you would let me know. I always like to know where our podcast is being listened to. I'm also open to feedback and suggestions about future topics for the podcast. And until next time, thank you for listening. 